Welcome. Welcome. I'm Nako Narger. I'm Emily Walborn. And this is Half Asian. Half Hour. (laughs) So today on the podcast, we have a very special guest to talk about this very special movie. (laughs) Our first uh, repeat guest, Jordan Wold, is here to talk Godzilla versus Kong with us. Hey, thanks for having me. I love to join the two timers club. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys might know Jordan from he was in my seminar class senior year of college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. probably where they know me from. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's where I know him from. Yeah. 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 Am I getting the title right? Because I get it wrong. I think every time Godzilla versus Kong. It's Mm -hmm. not Godzilla versus King Kong. Right. Right. Just straight Kong. Mm Mm-hmm. Is this the first of either the Godzilla or the Kong franchises that you've seen? Yes, 100%. Whoa. <laughs> right? I think so. You didn't see any of the other MonsterVerse movies with mm-hmm. me, so. Unless the mummy counts as part of the MonsterVerse. That's dark universe. <laughs> okay. Just a monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Dracula count? I don't know. <laughs> does Twilight count? <laughs> yeah, but you've seen every one. Well, I've seen every one of the new franchise and I've seen pretty much every King Kong movie. Um, Godzilla, I'm less familiar with. I've seen like a large chunk of the original Mm -hmm. Godzilla movie and like the, you know, the more modern ones that are in the monster verse. But yeah, I'm definitely more, more familiar with Kong. You love that guy. I love him. He's really sweet. (laughs) <laughs> he was I thought sweet. he was really cute in this one. Yeah. He scratches yeah. his butt right away. It's great. <laughs> he was the pro tag. I have a sort of list of fun facts, Ooh. I guess. Not fun facts. This is just the Wikipedia page for Godzilla. Godzilla's role varies based on what they need. So sometimes he's a purely destructive force. Sometimes he's an ally to the humans or a protector of Japanese values or a hero to children. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they sort of divided the different eras of the Godzilla franchise into who the emperor was. And that seems to thematically like Godzilla's role reflects different Japanese values. Like at one point, Mm -hmm. Godzilla's uh, destruction is a result of like a hydrogen bomb, like making him go crazy. So like it is really deeply tied to reflecting what's going on, like politically in the country and culturally in the country. So the different eras are the Showa era, which is 1954 to 1975, the Heisei era, which is 84 to 95, the Reiwa era, the Millennium era, randomly they put that in there from 99 to 2004. (laughs) And then the Reiwa era is 2016 to currently. Hmm. They call it the millennium era because the emperor Heisei was still the emperor, but they felt like the films had a different style and storyline than the Heisei era. In the original film, Godzilla was an allegory for the effects of the hydrogen bomb and the consequences that such weapons might have on Earth. The radioactive contamination of the Japanese fishing boat Lucky Dragon Number no. 5 through the United States Castle Bravo thermonuclear device test on Bikini Atoll on March 1st, 1954 led to much press coverage in Japan preceding the release of the first movie. Oh, and then Toho, which was, they distributed, I think the most recent movie in Japan, but they were inspired to make the original Godzilla after the commercial success of the 1952 re-release of King Kong. And Toho is going to come up a lot in this history. They Mm. seem to be a big deal. Yeah, they, it's interesting that they're not really involved with these current ones, but they also like, they ultimately have the final say over everything Godzilla Mm -hmm. related, it seems. But like, 
it seems like they weren't making new Godzilla movies for a while because of these movies. And now it seems like maybe they'll coexist, but mm-hmm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was watching this one in the opening, I like forgot that Godzilla is Japanese. And when I saw like Japanese writing in the beginning credits, I was like, oh brother. And then I was like, oh no, wait, it's because Godzilla is Japanese. <laughs> But then there was like no, basically no Japan in the movie, which is fine. But I have seen Godzilla from 2014 and that one had Ken Watanabe and like filmed or at least took place partly in Japan. So I thought it was interesting that a character that is like so deeply born from Japanese culture had nothing to do with it at this point for better or for worse. But two examples I wanted to cite are the original 1954 movie was re-released in North America two years later, and they edited in footage of this white guy named Raymond Burr. They just like edited in a white actor to re-release it. (laughs) And then they renamed it Godzilla King of the Monsters, exclamation point. Idiots, what a stupid name. (laughs) I know that King of Monsters is what the 2019 one is called, but there's no, it's better. And then in 2004, Japanese director Yoshimitsu Bano acquired permission from Toho to produce an IMAX Godzilla film. And then in 2009, the project was turned over to Legendary Pictures to be redeveloped as a feature film, which was announced in 2010 and was directed by a white guy named Gareth Edwards. So I don't really know what happened, but... (laughs) (laughs) Written by an Asian person, though, or co-written. Okay. I'll Dave Callahan, at the very least, has story credit on the first, <laughs> on the 2014 one. <laughs> and we will take it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it will take. I went into this movie, I wanted to root for Godzilla because I knew he was Japanese, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that Kong is so cute. And Godzilla is yeah. kind of a little bit old and crusty. <laughs> Godzilla's canceled is what it sounds like you're saying. Yeah, actually, extremely canceled. Like, <laughs> this movie came out. <laughs> With all of the allegations around Godzilla, <laughs> you know, destroying cities with his yeah. laser mouth. and He was sort of gaslighting those buildings into not existing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his imposter syndrome was going crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad look for Toho. I think the guy who made the 2019 one, uh, Michael Doherty, I'm pretty sure he's, he's Asian, but he's also unfortunately... Uh, wildly canceled no one just knows it's just like uh that's just like uh i've heard stories about him um like you know like uh, assaulting like you know like like five degrees away but i'm pretty sure he has a story credit on this one too but is like had nothing i think he like fluffed up his involvement in this one just because okay. he created the worst characters that are in this one like all of the annoying teenagers are oh, okay. that guy yeah well I had read that there was like a writer's room situation for this movie which is becoming more more popular for um you know big blockbuster movies yeah but I thought that was kind of interesting so maybe he was like tangentially involved in the writer's room yeah I think his only real involvement from what I understand was like maintaining continuity from the one you know the previous Godzilla movie Mm -hmm. that he made um so making sure nothing was completely out of the ordinary but yeah the writer's room is weird because only one of the only the person who ran the writer's room ended up with any sort of credit on it and I think that's a strange way to do it for movies. Cause like on a TV show, it makes sense. Like, you know, you go off, you write your own episode that you pitch, but on a movie you can, by WGA standards, there can only be two writers on a 
movie or like a t- you know teams, right but yeah it's dumb because they didn't even end up I don't think like I think in the end it's just like a writer wrote it um or mm-hmm. two different teams I think the the writer's room approach is like to break the story which is dumb like you don't need <laughs> you don't need 10 people to come up with the broad strokes of Godzilla versus Khan. <laughs> No, you also, whatever this guy's involvement was, you don't need like a script soup from the second to third <laughs> plot. Like, I imagine the num- the percentage of people who saw this one and saw the 2019 one, it's like maybe 50%. Yeah, I mean, this one is coming out still during a pandemic and it will make more money than the 2019 <laughs> one made. And this yeah. is this won't get a release in Europe at all. <laughs> <laughs> why yeah well just because their theaters there won't be open for another you know a couple months pretty much so i think they're just voding mm. it there but weak yeah. yeah sad for them yeah but I, I will say i know they're trying to do like a cinematic universe of it all but it a lot of the characters seem even more pointless than like the yes. marvel characters in cinematic universes like sure there's a point in the in like late mac 3 where got you know mecha godzilla has come out and um kyle chandler's somebody comes and grabs kyle <laughs> chandler's character and is like look at do you see we just alerted everybody that there's a big robot and then he's like oh and it's like what does he do who is this man he has like had two scenes he people keep going like oh there's we just we just alerted that there's a big monster and then he's like oh god i think on wikipedia his character is described as like an army man and a monster expert or something like two jobs that have nothing I mean, like, the characters are stupid. I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, the characters bother me a lot less in this one than in other movies. But this is also, like, the weirdly the culmination of the cinematic universe. Like, now because yeah. this one's a hit, they'll keep it going. But I love that this was the end game of the monster verse. It's just the fourth movie, and it's just yeah. two big guys fighting. Well, and like, how are they going to keep it going? They just destroyed Mechagodzilla. So like, that's out as a villain, you know? Kong is finally home. Well, these are all spoilers, I guess. (laughs) But probably, they'll probably do stuff in Hollow Earth for Kong. And Godzilla can always, you know, pop up somewhere. Yeah, because he swims. Yeah. I imagine they'll also do some sort of prequel. Oh, yeah. Them as teenagers. Young Kong, yeah. (laughs) Kong in 80s high school. (laughs) <laughs> well the kong skull island also directed by someone who i was publicly canceled who i just saw got a big job yesterday which is no. weird um but that uh jordan vote roberts i think mm-hmm. um but that one is set in the 70s and oh kind yeah. of fun you know i can like watch a, it but a teen wolf kind of situation but yeah plays basketball he's really young and cute in that one Oh, Kong's man. got long hair, man, and he listens to a lot of he listens to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll be good. Um, let's get into the casting okay. of this movie, the breakdown. Um, there's one Asian actor, uh, and it's Shun Aguri as Ren Serizawa, who's not a favorable character in any way. Oh, not only, um, yeah. 
<laughs> notably part of the evil team like evil and boring like no, he doesn't get any funny lines so that sucks there are mm-hmm. other people of color there's brian tyree henry who is doing his absolute best to save what is the worst parts of the movie um we have lance reddick i can't believe he agreed to be in this movie we have aza gonzalez and unclear what kaylee hoddle's background is but i liked her the little kid uh, she oh she was really cute yeah she's yeah. i think she and rebecca hall are the only humans you really need in the movie I but agree. i like them both yes. a lot actually yes yeah why was alexander skarsgård in the movie i didn't realize that was him until like they got onto the boat and i was like oh it's that guy <laughs> why did he agree <laughs> he like we already an interview had... recently where he was like, I'm perfectly aware no one is going to see this movie for me. Like, <laughs> and why should they? Why would he even think he... I don't think he would be a box office draw, really, in any situation. It's true, yeah. Sorry, Alex, but... <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> I just feel like if you want someone hot, you already have Kyle Chandler. If you want someone who's a human who talks to Kong, that's what Rebecca Hall and Kaylee Hoddle are for. Like, literally, what did he do? <laughs> He was just—he was just rude, honestly. I thought he—I didn't like his character. Well, we'll get into it. I mean, if they really, really wanted offensive. a box office draw. Yeah, they should have used Kyle Chandler, and they should have also gotten Connie Britton, and then everybody would have flocked to the <laughs> theaters. Where was Amy Teagarden in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> so there was a diverse cast, which I appreciate, and I don't mind that. Like the Godzilla franchise has moved international and by that i mean away from japan but because like who cares like it's it's 2021 we have all these other movies it truly doesn't matter but if this if godzilla had come out in 2017 i would have been like this is my one chance you guys <laughs> which i think is sort of how i felt in 2014 when it's ken watanabe is second build but it focuses i feel like mostly on aaron taylor johnson and elizabeth olsen's relationship which first of all they're white second of all same year they played siblings in avengers it's true. <laughs> such a weird God, like aaron taylor johnson did those two movies and then never worked again it seems yeah he married uh, like a grandma <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes he's got a lot of grandkids to take care of him. well i mean his wife is like they met when he was like 19 and she was like 45 or something <laughs> directing him in a movie yeah. wow all right um, but it is also like so a big part of the late later in this movie they go to Hong Kong but it's like I mean that could have been easily in Japan like yeah they choose Hong Kong Australia and Hawaii is where they did most of their principal photography famously all places that have a pretty large Asian population <laughs> and yet not one to be seen <laughs> yeah studios tend to I think like because this movie is like the the Chinese box office has fully recovered from COVID um, and wow. they're like breaking records and stuff and like movies like uh, big blockbusters like this. And I also think Legendary or maybe a different production company that has stake in this like the, there's a lot of I think like Chinese funding in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. But even with movies that aren't directly like I think it's so funny the ways they think they're appealing to China like they'll just mm-hmm. have you know like characters will go I think Iron Man 3 has a subplot that's not in the American version 
where like Tony Stark goes to China for a scene to get help with his suit from someone who's like a big star in China. And it seems like things that I don't, I can't imagine they actually help because people will go see big movies. It's like, I don't think it's like, oh, there are two scenes in yeah. in my country. Now I'm excited to go see it. It's the pandering is always just like nonsense and like never actually important to the plot I think yeah I also wonder Jordan you might know were they filming in Hong Kong during the protests I don't know I think this movie this one's been delayed quite a bit so I don't think so I think a lot of other blockbusters yes this one I I wouldn't think so okay well, good thing we don't have to cancel this movie. Thank God. This is the best Asian representation I've seen in a long time. So. <laughs> and it sounds like no one else involved in the movie is canceled. So, so far, it's <laughs> clear skies ahead. <laughs> okay, well, we start with the title Somewhere on Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Kong, he wakes up. He's being a real cutie. He's... Um, <laughs> a big monkey and <laughs> he's growing he's still growing it seems he grows an inch every minute <laughs> no um, anyway so he uh there's like a little girl and you know she shows him her like monkey doll mm-hmm. i was like honestly she should i know she probably made it out of like grass and rocks or something but they should really get her a stuffed animal because <laughs> it doesn't look very um like fun to play with also they're at like a scientific facility they've got the money right yeah so then we so then kong picks up this big stick and he throws it into the roof and we learn and it like glitches and we learn he's not actually in the forest he's in like some kind of habitat mm-hmm. somewhere on skull island mm-hmm. um <laughs> can you explain this to me like if they're on skull island and skull island is his home how come they have to keep him inside a, a container I believe that they um, like either recreated some of Skull Island or like took it with them because there was like a, a oh, big storm. Like okay. Skull Island isn't like, isn't what it once was. Okay. So Kong's sort of a refugee. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Um, (laughs) okay um so then uh we get like a one minute dump of all exposition for the movie Mm -hmm. um the guy comes up to the doctor lady and is like um we gotta find some off-site solutions this can't hold him anymore and then she goes if he leads godzilla will come for him there can't be two alpha titans you know, the whole theory of ancient rivalry stems from Iwi <laughs> mythological, whatever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I had to pause it and rewind it like five times to get all of it because it's really a lot. And then she goes, going off site would be a death sentence for him. <laughs> um, so we really, we get really get set up with this conflict between the two of them because there can't be two alpha two kings king of the monster and a king kong Mm -hmm. and this i think an alternate title for this movie was apex before they landed on godzilla versus kong wow and i think that would have been even more confusing because at least godzilla versus kong gives us some information yeah if not the information (laughs) everything you need to know yeah (laughs) 
And then we go to the Apex uh, lab in Florida. Uh, and there's this guy doing the conspiracy theory podcast before he goes into work. Um, and he says he's deep undercover at Apex and he's about to steal something from them. And so then he goes inside and he steals information about something on sub-level 33 that's shipping to Hong Kong, kicking off the story that nobody cares about in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the yeah. alarm goes up because Godzilla is there and he's destroying the uh, he's destroying the facility. Yeah. And we get our first look at our Asian American queen. <laughs> yeah. Every scene that had dialogue in this movie, I wish it had been cut for time. <laughs> yeah. Not a single thing that was said was worth it or helpful. Yeah. And in thinking about going through the plot, I really think we could hit the things we we really need to know because the first like 25 minutes it takes like 25 minutes to see kong and godzilla together fighting it actually takes i think 48 minutes or something it's like really so far into it before like the boat fighting scene is like 30 to 40 minutes into the movie wow Wow, i believe it because yeah because then there's like teen kyle chandler's daughter is like listens to the conspiracy podcast and then Mm -hmm. she and her like her friend go and try and find this guy um and then the other humans alexander skarsgård is like a doctor that knows about the hollow earth which is supposed to be uh where the titans were born from or something i didn't yeah. i had never heard of them being titans is that what they are i just thought they were monsters i wondered if that was them trying to translate kaiju which is like what like these movies like creature feature in japanese basically was kaiju ega but they also said kaiju so maybe not hmm. yeah i think it's just like the their way of making it so there's an origin story that includes both godzilla and kong and mm-hmm. and all of the monsters that were in the 2019 godzilla um yeah it's just like i think just a catch-all term for like you know yeah these prehistoric big old monsters big old guys like, yeah yeah well alexander skarsgård is apparently an expert in that and um they come in the evil people at apex come and they're like oh you know we could really use your help here get the power source so we can defeat godzilla um even though the teenager and the conspiracy theorists think that there's a reason why godzilla is attacking the humans after he's helped them for so long so Mm -hmm. At this point, who do we believe? <laughs> but anyway, then Alexander Sarsgaard, he goes to the Kong containment center and he convinces the doctor to like let him take Kong because they figure Kong can lead them to the power source of the hollow earth that would defeat Godzilla. But I am so surprised that she, she agrees. Well, she's sort of a, a pushover with this guy. She like says every idea that he comes up with is a bad idea and then it's like but yeah we should do it i know it's like don't you care about kong like you just said you just said multiple times that taking him out of here would be a death sentence for him and that you love him 
then <laughs> and then this is you're gonna take him out and get him beat up all over the place <laughs> it's performative activism it's yeah. at it again <laughs> <laughs> it's really unfortunate so then they take kong on this big boat because they're going to transport him to the the hollow earth opening in antarctica which i'm honestly surprised that they like have found and (laughs) they know where it is (laughs) they know where it is they know exactly where it is and they've built a whole center around it already but then godzilla comes he's found kong and they have a big battle on boats that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah I mean, oh, when they finally let Kong out of those shackles. I know. I don't know why they didn't do it before. It's true. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. He kicks um, ass. But he kicks ass. Well, he loses pretty easily. But. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> but they do learn that the little girl can has been talking with Kong and like signing with him. Yeah. Yeah. So her character is non-hearing and this because not because of this but she is able to sign with kong and they're able to communicate and i did like that some of the scenes were shot without sound i thought that this was like a it's nice to see more non-hearing characters hopefully in the future not as like a plot device all the time uh as with this and a quiet place but still cool Mm -hmm. yeah mostly just very cute the scenes that I almost cried a couple of times during this movie. It was all because of this little girl in Kong because they were so cute. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, kind of carried this movie, her and the CGI. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. But then they save Kong. The humans, like, save Kong, or they're always like, we got to help Kong and save him, which kind of like, okay, well, this is all your fault. So yeah. you're really saving if you, <laughs> if you cause this big mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but they... Uh, cut all the engines on their boats and Godzilla leaves. Tricked him. <laughs> Got him. And then they they finally make it to Hollow Earth. They go down into Hollow Earth, which is pretty cool because it's like this inverted world and Kong is home, baby. He's <laughs> in, in his natural habitat, swinging and flying. <laughs> <laughs> what, am I wrong? Or? You're right. Okay. Yeah, you're nailing it. The kids in the and the conspiracy guy they make it to the apex and they get into this pod that takes them to hong kong and then they discover that apex is building mecha godzilla and you know it's bad news but they can't get enough power so they're waiting for the power source from hollow earth to mm. to power their mecha godzilla and then we get my favorite line of the movie which is let me find it so they Kong goes down into into Hollow Earth and he like finds his his Kong throne and his Kong spear and then he they're like oh this must be where the power source is and he puts his spear on the ground and then the doctor lady says it's the axe it's drawing radiation from the core like it's charging (laughs) I love that line because how would she know that <laughs> well it's the x it's it's drawing, drawing power radiation like she was using power. context clues alone mm-hmm. but he charges up his axe mm-hmm. we see godzilla arrives in hong kong and then godzilla is like destroying stuff and he gets so mad he shoots his laser into the earth and it shoots a tunnel all the way down to hollow earth which is mm-hmm. like the earth must not be very very deep if he can zap it <laughs> clean like that because it didn't look like it was really that far yeah <laughs> when, they look, 
he looks down and Kong looks up and they like scream at each other. So yeah, <laughs> pretty short. <laughs> That's true. Um, but then, you know, they, they really fight like after then the humans, I don't know, there's some giant bats that kill the humans. Um, in oh, Hall yeah. Earth, and then the important humans get out in their mm-hmm. ship, but um, then Kong and Godzilla have their huge fight. And, it's and like, this round, Kong wins. Yeah. In the in the first round of that fight, Kong wins. But then Godzilla comes back and he kicks Kong's ass. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. And Kong is, he's pretty, you can tell he's pretty clearly just depressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's like he doesn't have a big laser coming out of his mouth. It's true. And it's not like he's the one who wants to fight Godzilla. Godzilla keeps coming after him. It's true. Yeah. Godzilla is much larger and can vomit lightning. It is pretty fucked up that these people keep having Kong fight him. <laughs> yeah. It's all their fault, really. And then so Kong is like about to die and Godzilla is just like, you know, taking his lap, lap, victory lap mm-hmm. around Hong Kong when Mechagodzilla comes out because um, pretty much in the Apex lab, while this is all going on, the teens discover that they're using a giant what do they call it monster zero's skull mm-hmm. and connecting it to mecha godzilla yeah that was pretty cool it looks pretty cool but it was also really funny when they were like <laughs> that's not just any skull that's monster zero's skull <laughs> no. i like that all these people know so much but are also clearly guessing Yes, based on sight of everything. That must be monsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he controls Mecha Godzilla until they get the power source from Hollow Earth, and then Mecha Godzilla, like, has becomes has a life of his own, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it's a while before anyone figures out Mecha Godzilla's one weakness, which is spilling it's spilling alcohol on the control <laughs> yeah. board. Which I I'll be re- I think that's brilliant. <laughs> I think that's so funny. It is absolutely hilarious. Um, so then Mecha Godzilla is out on the loose, and that's when they're like, Kyle Chandler, you see that guy? <laughs> Kyle Chandler's like, oh no. <laughs> um, and then uh, Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla fight, and then they restart Kong's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kong jumps in and they just dismantle Mechagodzilla. Buddies. And they're best friends. Mm-hmm. Oh. If you could recast one person in this movie, who would you recast and how would you change the character? I would recast the doctor lady mm-hmm. to be Connie Britton. <laughs> <laughs> cool. People would love it. They yeah. Have a reunion. They have no scenes together. Yeah, though. they don't have a single scene together. <laughs> Well, then I would change it, too, to be that they're married. <laughs> well, that would make that would mean she would have been the villain in the 2019 Godzilla, which was Vera Farmiga. In- well, she would have had a change of heart and devoted her life to helping Kong on Skull Island. You're right. Yeah. That's probably better than whatever did happen. <laughs> she becomes an eco-terrorist and dies. Oh. She- in that one it's crazy because she's like these titans the earth is theirs we should just let them 
all uh-huh. do whatever they want. And if uh-huh. they kill all of us, that's okay. The earth belongs to them. Hmm. Um, and then I think she dies probably because of one of the monsters. Well, that's interesting because at, at early on when his daughter comes to him, He's like, um, Godzilla only attacks for a reason. Dad, you know that. Remember? You were there. Mom was there, too. Made it seem like she she just was a good person. but Well, yeah, it's, it's all pretty complicated because their son died because of Godzilla in the 2014 movie. Yeah, and, and Kyle Chandler in the 2019 one says about 80 times, I hate Godzilla. <laughs> um, and now he seems to have come around a bit. Yeah, well, the daughter really loves Godzilla, mm-hmm. so. Who would you recast? Oh, hmm. I think okay. I'd probably recast Alexander Skarsgård with, like, I don't know, just someone a bit, like, because the role's going to be nothing either way, but I think if you put, like, a comedy person in there, mm-hmm. the energy of it just might might work a little bit better. Like who? Uh, someone who's, like, honestly, like, put Jason Siegel in that role. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mine is basically the same. I would replace Kyle Chandler, sorry, with Jake Johnson from Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And instead of hating Godzilla, he hates his job. And every time someone calls him, is like, Godzilla, he's like, well, there goes my plans to get takeout tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. That would be funny. Get That'd be funnier more. than what they have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have some ideas for how to punch up their screen. Yeah, I think, okay, on the humans... I'll agree that they're dumb and not not needed in this movie mm-hmm. overall. But I do think compared to like every other monster movie, especially in this un- universe, but also just movies like this in general, mm-hmm. this was the first time I saw one where the movie knew how stupid these people were yes. and gave you the bare minimum. I mean, even though there is too much of them, it's mm-hmm. like they really are just like, okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to make you really try and care about these characters because you're not going yes. to no matter what like I th- I really want to rewatch the 2014 Godzilla but from what I remember about that like you have Brian Cranston mm-hmm. who's in the first part and is a pretty good character for those kind for yeah. that kind of movie but then the Aaron Taylor Johnson character is nothing but the movie mm-hmm. wants you to think he's this big hero yes. and like we're supposed to love him and then yeah. 2019 Godzilla is like basically a family drama with like Kyle Chandler, Millie Bobby Brown, Vera Farmiga. And it's, it just sucks so much. <laughs> like <laughs> this time I felt like at the very least they didn't, the people making it didn't care about yeah. the humans either. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They did it. They like teased at interpersonal relationships by having Skarsgård kind of flirt with Rebecca Hall, but they didn't actually make that happen in any way like with rampage they made the rock and the woman in it have a romance and that sucked that really brought the movie down i don't know yeah. why they would ever put the jurassic world those i remember thinking that was the first time that i really felt like there was a straight agenda i felt like offended by the inclusion <laughs> of romance in a film <laughs> oh one thing i learned was okay godzilla in japanese is gojira that's supposed to be a combination of the word gor- gorilla and the word whale Gorira and Kujira is Gojira. And then somewhere along the way, it just became Godzilla. Yeah, I imagine it like someone just heard someone say Gojira and was like, oh, are you trying to say Godzilla? I think you are. Your country's called Japan now because I misheard you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But to be fair, he doesn't look anything like a whale or a gorilla. So I will say on this 
second watch through for a plot today i was like okay he's pretty cute too like he's he's got you know yeah he's just a little angry but yeah so is so is king kong yeah yeah they you know yeah they've got different appeal i think mm-hmm. um what did you guys think of the the ending where kong is is in his is in his place and and he's so happy because I thought it was sweet and I thought the song choice was perfect and <laughs> Almost I loved made it. me cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I do wish that the humans would like stop just like leave him alone. I don't yeah. want I don't want them to be, you know, doing their scientific research in Hollow Earth. Mm. I'm kind of like you've put him I don't know what they did to him from Skull Island. I'm sure it was bad, but they just took him out of, you know, his habitat they put him on a boat on chains where godzilla could find him they lied to him about having family down in hollow earth so that mm-hmm. he could go under and then yeah and then he made him fight mecha godzilla so i kind of just want them to leave him alone or at least pay him yeah give him some money yeah please <laughs> <laughs> reimburse him <laughs> what's i i'm bringing it back to kyle chandler because i just realized something he i don't know if either of you have seen the 2005 peter jackson king kong which i really love but like i think kyle chandler is a huge part of that movie like oh. which is crazy that he would yeah. now have been in different <laughs> iterations of you know now king kong and godzilla but yeah yeah do you think Kyle Chandler has like n- naturally a southern accent like that he uses, you know, in in Friday Night Lights? I like to think he's British. <laughs> Cuz I whenever he talked in this movie, I was like he's trying to do like some kind of normal like <laughs> accent like anywhere accent, but it's coming off very strange. I'm going to look up unless you guys know where he's from. I don't. I don't know. I feel like he always sounds like Coach Taylor to me. Like I never right. notice any difference, really. I just thought in this one he was trying to not sound like Coach Taylor, <laughs> which was kind of bothering me. Sure. Because I feel like at this point we should just roll it in to like Friday Night Lights as part of the monster verse. It's always canon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he was born in Buffalo, New York, and grew up in Lake Forest, Illinois. Okay. Oh, but then when he was eleven, he moved to Long Loganville, Georgia. Oh, okay. And I think if Maybe you I combine Illinois stay. with like, yeah, yeah, like I can see him being a Midwestern mm-hmm. Southern yeah. combo. I think that, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he was definitely trying to not do that in this sure. movie. Maybe that's just me. Cause I was like, what? He sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a question. So in 2017, it was announced that Zhang Zi had joined the MonsterVerse in a reportedly, quote, pivotal role in both Godzilla King of Monsters and Godzilla vs. Kong, but she ultimately only starred in the former. Do we know what happened? No clue. I I mean, I, I know uh, Lance Reddick was also supposed to be, like, a huge part of this movie, and he ends up with <laughs> just a cameo, which... Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I would, I would imagine maybe, like, a, a another subplot that got cut maybe because they were like 
you know, uh, enough humans or, <laughs> or I don't know, it could have been, it could have been at an earlier stage. Mm-hmm. No they said we actually don't want the guy from the wire to be in this that much we want to heavily focus on the podcast storyline <laughs> christ Nola holmes has got to be the big star <laughs> uh, she gave an interview recently where i i saw she said that she'd never seen a marvel movie or a star wars movie or like any of those because she was like uh i like to watch real stuff which <laughs> Uh, then she was like and I mean like that's the sort of stuff I act in so it's not the sort of stuff I want to watch I like to watch real stuff which is like (laughs) that's such a pretentious teen thing to say I'm like oh the movies I'm in and -hmm. the shows I do yeah like a lot of people love them and they're huge but they're shit (laughs) I'd also love to like be in high school with her and have her explain to me why Godzilla versus Kong is different than those movies right (laughs) (laughs) oh I think she I think she would say it's the exact same as like a Marvel and Star Wars which is crazy because it's like okay then how are you (laughs) why did you say that promote it (laughs) (laughs) this is her promoting it like I think it was essentially (laughs) she said Lance Reddick's in this one (laughs) It, it just was like her character didn't make any sense because it was like dad you don't understand I listened to this podcast and Godzilla, he only, he only attacks for a reason. There's got to be something going on. And then it's like zero to a hundred. She's breaking into a lab and like getting into this pod that carries dinosaurs and take that takes her to Hong Kong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, maybe if I had watched the other movies, it would justify it more, but. Not really. For me, it's just like, yeah, because the humans are sort of self-aware stupid in this one and just i like but mostly the fights were so just so perfectly done that i'm like yeah i don't care about any of the human stuff okay so what would you guys give it gongs and ramen uh, gongs i think i give it a three or a three and a half we did see it at a, a movie theater um rental that we did which was awesome to mm-hmm. see it on a big screen i think it was worth it yeah. yeah. Um, ramen, obviously, five stars. <laughs> Godzilla is, like I said, just a queen of uh, Asian American media. Uh huh. The standard, the gold standard for us. Yeah. I'm, but probably like a one or two stars because <laughs> there sure. weren't any, and uh, Godzilla wasn't even in Japan, and yeah. the one person was just like a, like a robot inside a, inside Monster Zero's skull. So. yeah um uh, i mean just as a movie four out of five baby mm-hmm. <laughs> I, god the fights were just the fights beautiful. are really cool and the the motion capture actors who play godzilla and kong are aren't even credited really? which is crazy but i don't even Very know good. their names um but yeah loved it yeah i think i gave it some like a three and a half for gongs and i would give it I'm honestly going to give it a five for ramen just because the fact that they didn't say anything insanely offensive or make like (laughs) Japanese scientists the villains of the movie is actually extremely surprising and really huge of them. Kind of a win. Probably took a lot of effort. It's probably what the entire writer's room was for. It was to sort of bandy that about. I do not mind. I think it's a little bizarre that Japanese IP has been, has evolved into something that is so completely 
devoid of Japanese culture at this point. But the fact that it was done in a way that isn't offensive, again, is like probably literally unique. I imagine that this has never happened before. It is weird. I Maybe it's just because, um, I don't know, maybe it's because he's not human or mm-hmm. well, I don't know that they maybe people feel more comfortable like divorcing Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I mean I think it's uh, like I like that it's fully in like a separate timeline than you know the, like the the Toho produced movies because mm-hmm. I haven't seen like Shin Godzilla yet but you know that's like 2016 and uh from what I hear that's like a masterpiece and is also like a satire about like workplace culture as much as it oh. is um like you know, about Godzilla, because I think, you know, the take on it is that it's like bureaucracy, like they can't do anything about Godzilla because they don't know whose department mm-hmm. um, it is to deal with it. Like, I like that oh. this movie is totally not that, but it's also not stepping on the feet of those or making it difficult yeah. for those movies to exist. Yes, yeah, totally. I feel like if they were those kinds of movies, like, I feel like even less people would go see them, honestly, in America, because... Mm-hmm. I feel like Americans just kind of want like a large audience Americans just kind of want popcorn flick monsters mm-hmm. fighting. Right. It's pretty rare that like a movie, yeah, a big blockbuster gets to have like a point of view uh here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll be doing the other kaiju ega, uh, the Meg. We're going to see how she I would legit obviously no joke love to see her fight Godzilla and Kong. that'd be that'd be something. I mean, that makes sense, too. Yeah, that would make sense. In the water. But the Meg's been a little bit canceled, so we'll see. But thanks, guys. Thank you. See you next time.